0: Um, and then when it was like ready to go, um, it was a couple and the girl I she just got like teary and she's uh-huh. like, Oh my god, I was just like standing there. And my boyfriend was like, Okay, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> like, like come on. Run, run. But I just felt so bad. I just felt like I was, you know, taking away their child. <laughs> <I know. laughs> doom, doo-doo, doom doom doo-doo, doom 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 doom. Let's snoots, snoots, boop, let's snoot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Welcome to Let's Boop Snoots. I'm Heidi. And I'm Vero. And we are gonna boop snoops. <laughs> How many snoots? Oh.
0: Oh, I'm... <laughs> is there an extra snoot
1: to boop? Oh, maybe. This is gonna be an exciting episode.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> okay. But before we start, before we start, let's thank our sponsors. We would like to thank Holy Raw Nutrition for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. Holy Raw is a raw food service located in Chelsea, Quebec. Their products are sourced from ethical local farms and butchers to ensure freshness, quality and peace of mind. They have raw blends that come into one to two pound containers, ranging from chicken, beef, duck, turkey and many more. Holy Raw also provides dehydrated treats and all natural supplements to help support your pets' overall well being. You can find them on their website at holyrawnutrition.com. Holy Raw as in H O L I R A W, nutrition.com. Thank you, Holy Raw.
1: And also, a big, big thank you to Stray Dog Brewing Company for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. They are located at 501 Lacol Way, Unit 4 in Orleans, Ontario. Stray Dog Brewing Company is open seven days a week, Mondays through Fridays from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. with extended hours on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays until 9. Weekend hours are 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturdays and 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Sundays. They are a pet-friendly brewery, so bring your snoots. They also host great events throughout the week and offer brewery tours. Make sure to try some of their in-house beers, including Oatmeal Stout, Tropical Knockout, One Hop Wonder, and many more. You can find them on their Instagram at Stray Dog Brewing Co. and their website www.straydogbrewing.ca. Thank you,
0: Stray Dog, for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. And they're celebrating their fifth year anniversary on Saturday. Oh. So maybe Let's Boop Snoots is going to be there with their snoots. Let's Boop Snoots with Stray Dog? <laughs> yes. I think we shall. I think we shall. Yes. Uh, check this episode's description if you want uh, more details about our sponsors. Yes. Okay. Oh, all right, Vero. All right, Barrow. It's your time to shine. It's my time to shine. Yes. So for those who have been listening to our last few episodes, um, you might remember me talking about Jones <laughs> from the Podcake Rescue Organization. Well, Jones now has found his forever home. Ah. Ah. We adopted Jones! Yes! We adopted Jones! We adopted Jones! Congrats! congrats yay so we have an extra snoot in our house uh we did rename jones and we're continuing with the simpsons theme so his name is millhouse i love it (laughs) we do do call him mills yeah mills baby mills baby mills just a baby (laughs) (laughs) just a puppy (laughs) I'm just
1: a pulpy. Just a A big (laughs) pulpy. Yes, he is. Oh my goodness. He's a
0: big pulpy. He's a big pulpy. Tell us. Tell us about Milhouse. He's 13 weeks old, we think. And his paws are just as big as (laughs) Earl's. Do you have any idea what kind of like a mix of breed he is? So we are going to do the DNA test on him because we're very curious. Mm -hmm. But... Well, the rescue organization, and this makes sense with how he looks like and like his tail and his ears and his paws, Uh, probably a Malamute German shepherd mix, maybe some husky. I know the foster said somebody mentioned like some Akita, maybe. Oh, my goodness. But I don't know if they really have that like up north. Yeah. Akitas? I don't know. I don't know. You never know, though. So we're going to do the DNA test, but I would think for sure Malamute and German Shepherd. I love it. He looks like a
1: Malamute g mix. Yeah.
0: He's very cute. He's very cute. We're looking forward to see like what he's going to look like. Is he going to be like big and fluffy or is he going to be tall and skinny and like the thinner, thinner face?
1: Yeah, like more narrow. He's got big paws, so
0: I don't know. His he's paws long are so legs.
1: freaking big. His paws are so big, I love. I can't wait
0: <laughs> to put my hands on them. <laughs> <laughs> His legs are long. And he's got like the curly tail. Oh my god. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can,
1: I'm can. I'm curious to see how big he's going to get. Because Malamutes can yeah. be like gargantuan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might got yourself like a full-on wolf there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a woof. A woof. A woof. An actual woof an actual (laughs) woof so imagine if we did the dna test and they're like 50 percent pure (laughs) woof that'd be awesome Awesome that would be so awesome it would be awesome but would it be scary
1: no because he he's going to love you and he seems like he's got g-ship the the thing that makes me think g-ship too is because i I know you were showing me the videos um, beforehand and stuff of the foster doing work with him, and he seems like super smart. He's a he's a bounty quick. He's very upper. smart.
0: Yes. Yeah. So, um, so I'll go through like the adoption process, and then I'll I'll tell you a little story about how smart <laughs> Melhouse is mm-hmm. compared to maybe Ralph. <laughs> a little <laughs> comparison. <laughs> Ralph is smart, but Ralph is more like charming, derpy yes. charming, but smart in his own way. But Millhouse just kind of picks up everything, yeah, right away. He's cute and smart. Mm. Oh, that's my kind of man. <laughs> They're rare, but yes. they exist. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, so the adoption process. So I had met Milhouse or Jones at the time already, because I volunteer for rescue organization. So I kind of knew exactly, well, I knew a little bit about his temperament. He would kind of like just run around and sit in front of you and just look at you and then run around again. Um, so very nice, like character and temperament. So I got to meet him pretty like more than maybe your typical person before going through the adoption application. So I had been kind of waiting to see his profile up for adoption and the day that it went up, we filled out an application, which took enough time. Um, It's very similar to when you fill out an application for a breeder, so they ask you about your lifestyle, What do you know about pot cakes uh crate training how do you feel about crate training and all that stuff so you fill it out you send it in and then once they get your application and they kind of you know they like what they what they see in your application uh they go through your references so they went through two of my references um, and once that was okay that was checked off and everything was good We had a virtual home visit. So pretty much just to make sure that, you know, the place is safe. We don't have, I don't know, like dangerous, unsafe things in our house. Um, We kind of showed them a little bit of of the outside, how we have like an enclosed area and we're working on our fence. And I mean, that was pretty much it. And then we just kind of had to figure out when we were going to take millhouse home. So they got in touch with the Fosters. and then the Fosters got in touch with us to figure out like what we wanted to do. like did we want to go pick him up? Do we want them to drop drop Jones slash millhouse off? So we decided it was like whatever was easier for the Fosters. like easier for them, like emotionally because I we figured like it was probably a little difficult to let go. They had Millhouse for six weeks and they did like a pretty good job with them too. Like he knows, he knows more tricks than Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. That's yeah. super nice.
1: Did you have like, yeah. like, like that awkward moment? Like were they sad to see him go?
0: Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we got there. So they decided like for us to go pick him up. Mm-hmm. Um so we got there and they let Millhouse out and he was running around and they were just kind of like asking we were asking them questions about like um like his temperament, character uh just to make sure that you know we knew we knew what they were working on so that we can continue the you know the boundaries that they set in their house um were mm-hmm. they going to be the same as us? And are we going to have to like change that and see maybe the challenges we might face with that? Um, And then when it was like ready to go, um, it was a couple and the girl, I she just got like teary and she's uh-huh. like, oh my God, I was just like standing there. And my boyfriend was like, okay, let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> like, come on. Run, run. But I just felt so bad. I just felt like I was you know, taking away their child. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it is. It's yeah. awkward. You can't help
1: it. Like you just like attach. Like I think we just like if you're a dog person, you just naturally like attach. Like even if if somebody were to come and take like Lou, I've 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 only had her for like several months now. I I would. Oh, do you do you hear the song? The song that they're singing. The but um. I would be upset like I even after like a couple of months like you just it doesn't yeah. take long before you like completely and totally fall in love and you yes. have your own little thing with them and you start to bond
0: yeah that's why I know I so, can't yeah, it was hard for me too to like just go yeah because I felt like saying like you can still keep them <laughs> like, I know I'm so, them. I'm so sorry I'm so sorry <laughs> I'm so sorry but I thank know. you
1: I'm so sorry but thank you <laughs> Like, Like, is it okay if I go? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if you guys remember me telling the story when we adopted Becky from um, an organization called Bark. And she just seemed like such a perfect fit for our family. And we went to meet her and similar process. Like for them, it was like an application. Then you go to meet them and then they come, you go to their house and then they come to your house. And it was, again, we had a second dog at the time, Mr. Officer Scraps so if they got along well then like there was the option to just like leave her there right away so of course they got along like just fine but the lady that came to drop becky off like we let them outside together and like we were letting becky and scraps just like sniff each other out and everything was going great and she was like okay and she's like and we just needed to sign like the paperwork so i can remember being in the kitchen and she was like standing at the back door and same thing starting to tear up and i was like
0: oh like oh
1: my god I know, and she was so hard. And I remember asking her, like, how long have you been fostering for? And she had been, like, a pretty experienced foster. So, it's the same thing. Like, it, like, it it's, it's hard. It's different
0: every time, probably. It is.
1: Yeah, it's different. Maybe there's certain ones that you just, like, connect to a little bit more. And, again, like, yeah. Becky, Becky was, like, the super sweet, like, submissive type. Yes. Like, she was a very sweet dog. And, um, yeah, so it's and hard. And they
0: i think they had considered keeping him oh okay so i was like oh god do they and that do was they another a, thing sorry do they have a dog of their own no they have a cat oh okay and i think i think that was part of their decision where they felt that millhouse needed another dog in the house because he was very playful with the cat yeah so they're like no like he needs like a buddy oh so yeah and that was another part of the adoption process that we didn't have to do because ralph and millhouse had already met at At one one of of the events events. yeah so we didn't have to do that so it went faster i guess than usual Mm -hmm. and then it was finalized early in the week and we got him on saturday so it's been like just a little over a week now that we've had him See, I would offer grown. them. <laughs> he's already yeah, grown.
1: I know. I, I need to come over and see him quick before he turns into the giant that he potentially will become. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> see, in that instance, I'd be tempted to like to, to say to them, like, if we ever went away anywhere, would you consider like taking him and watching him? That might be like, it's yes, almost, it's
0: almost like a dog share thing. So they did offer like that they they did dogs that yeah that they would dog sit if you know we ever had to go away for a weekend or something, and we also told them like if you guys want to text us, if you guys want pictures, if you guys want to come visit, yeah, um, you know absolutely. And we actually had a visit with them today. Oh, nice. Okay, they're 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 already fostering another dog. Yeah, Um, his name is Jay. Again, mm-hmm. from the pot, pot cake organization. His name is Jay. He was up for adoption a while ago, and I think he did a board and train. Mm-hmm. And now he's with them. And he's 18 months. And he seems like a super smart dog. So we met up today. We brought Millhouse and Ralph and had a little play date, and we went for a walk. And then were you like,
1: I'll take this one, too. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs>
0: Yoink. <laughs> Yoink. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. That, that like, would be oh, horrible. I think this one for, too.
1: These people would be like, yeah, we're not calling you for visits anymore. Dog stealers. <laughs> dog stealers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we brought Milhouse home. Uh, they told us he was really good in the car and he is absolutely amazing in the car. Really? When we actually drove over today, he was sitting, Ralph was in the, like the back of the SUV. So like the trunk part, and there's like a grid that separates the back seat and the trunk part. So he doesn't come over. Mm-hmm. And then Hugh was sitting in the back seat with Millhouse, and Millhouse just kind of like lie down on the blanket the whole way. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> it's so good. So when we brought him home, so when we picked him up last week from the Foster's, He was in the back, like where Ralph was, like in the trunk part. Mm -hmm. And he was good. So awesome. And then so I dropped Hugh and Millhouse off a block away from our house. I drove over to our house. I got Ralph and we met up um, kind of like on a walk. And they sniffed each other and they were playful. So we brought them home and (laughs) Ralph was like crazy like yeah. I was like oh my god like I don't know how this is going to work like he mochi was trying... crazy yeah like he was trying to hump him and he was all over him and oh, you were like goodness. okay they need to go somewhere else to like really really meet yes like, off leash so we brought them to the park um the school yard and they were loose and they ran around and then after that they were okay Oh, that's good. So Millhouse was like running after Ralph and Ralph was running after his ball. And like they were just kind of sniffing each other. And after that, it was okay. I was like, thank God, because I don't know if we could have dealt with that. (laughs) I guess we would have had to wait for Millhouse to grow and then put Ralph in his place. (laughs) Oh, but yeah. Um, So the intro was okay. um, after we went to the park. Mm-hmm. And they could like properly meet. And then when we got home, we found that like Millhouse wasn't really peeing. He had peed, but then there was like a big four hours where we kept taking him out mm-hmm. and he wasn't peeing. And we're like, we're going to bring him back in and he's just going to like pee in the house. And we remembered the foster saying that he used pee pads sometimes. Oh, like they were doing both bringing yeah. him out or the pee pads, like if he was going to have to, ha- going to have an accident, at least he would pee on the pee pad. Mm-hmm. So we're like, oh, maybe he wants a pee pad. So we got pee pads, but put them outside mm-hmm. when we brought him out, but that didn't really do anything. He eventually peed. Oh, okay. Inside so like, or outside? Yay. Outside. <laughs> Both, but outside. <laughs> uh, so that was a thing We're like, oh, he's not peeing. Is he going to pee? We're going to take him inside. And as soon as we're inside, he's going to pee. Oh, my God. That's... And then we went a day with like without accidents. And we were like, yeah. But now he had another day where he had like three accidents. So it's I remember with Ralph when we had like a few days, we're like, oh, yeah, like we're good. We're good. Like house training is good. And then yeah. he would have an accident. And we're like, why? <laughs> I know. <laughs> why don't you understand? I know.
1: I know. And sometimes that can be like literally the most like difficult part.
0: Yeah. Cause you, you think like they understand and then all of a sudden they pee inside and yeah. it's like, why, what's going on?
1: And it's frustrating. And some of them take longer than others. And again, depending on the situation that they came from, like, yeah, it's like you trying to figure out how to communicate to each other. Like, yes, I have to pee outside and yep, we're going to pee outside and outside is the place to pee. <laughs>
0: It's mm-hmm. the place to
1: be and the place to pee.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, no yeah, for sure. So we'll see. It's going well today, but he's like super pooped because we went for the visit. Yeah. Went for a long walk. Yeah. And a couple more things that we discovered with Millhouse. Mm-hmm. He does have a little bit of separation anxiety so when we put him (laughs) when we put him in his crate he cries cries and cries and it sounds like some it sounds like somebody is yelling (laughs) like a child (laughs) is yelling oh my god so i was just like oh my god and he bites the crate like from the inside Mm-hmm. Like he's biting at it because we have a camera and we can actually like, like watch him to see what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And I keep thinking like if he was an adult dog right now, like he would get out of that crate So and is possibly he cr- like hurt himself, like biting on yeah. it. Yeah. But it's getting better and better. Does
1: he go willingly into the crate? With treats.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's not so bad. And like the fosters were working with him on that.
1: Mm hmm. And um, so what were their recommendations?
0: Like the fosters? Yeah. Um. So they said that he would sleep through the night, but there are night owls. So they would go to bed at like midnight mm. and then they'd get up at seven. But we go to bed at like nine. Yes. <laughs> so we're just I guess he just needs to adjust our schedule. Yeah. But yeah, like if he wakes up. And he needs to pee, like, in the middle of the night. It's just, like, a screaming child. And sometimes, like, if it's during the day and we need to crate him, Mm -hmm. he just, yeah, he's just whining and whining for about 10 minutes.
1: And are you doing anything to correct it?
0: So, we tried the bowl trick, which worked with Ralph. So, the bowl trick seems heartless. (laughs) Yeah. But... You take a metal bowl and when they're whining, you walk up to the crate and you go, no, and you smash the bowl on the crate Yeah. to kind of like startle them. Yep. Well, that didn't work. Does not get startled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I tried the spray bottle. That yep. doesn't work. <laughs> mm. So we kind of just let him, we just kind of like writing it out. Oh, okay. So the first night it took 40 minutes for him to settle. Oh, my God. And then the next time was 15 minutes. And now it's about like 5, 10 minutes.
1: Okay. Well, that's getting better.
0: And if he's like tired, tired, like pooped, we just kind of like put him in there and he doesn't care. Okay. So, yeah, that's getting better. (laughs) Well, that's good. Yeah. It's just the sound. Like ralph whining and millhouse whining it's like completely different (laughs) (laughs) that's what it sounds like
1: (laughs) it's funny but it's like not funny at like three in the morning i bet you
0: no no it's like oh my heart oh my god my little heart and um (laughs) we discovered that when he has like a high value toy Mm -hmm. He has a little bit of resource guarding. Mm -hmm. So we're dealing with that and, you know, showing him that it's okay. Like we can take your toy and then we give it back to you. Or we take your toy and we give it to Ralph and then we take it away from Ralph and give it back to you. Mm -hmm. So the first time we saw this was um, we went to Hazel's house. Mm -hmm. And Milhouse got hold of a toy that he really, really liked. And Ralph... Came kind of, like, from behind mm-hmm. to, like, approach him, and he kind of, like, snapped at Ralph and, like, growled a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went over to reach to grab the toy, and he actually grabbed my hand, but it didn't hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't, like, bite, bite. So still. we took him, and we pinned him down until, like, he stopped. Because he was still, like, trying to, like, get free and, like, you know, doing (laughs) the sound. (laughs) Um, And then when he stopped, we kind of just let him go. And then he kind of just looked embarrassed. But (laughs) it happened. Also, he had his leash in his mouth. Like, I was going outside with him. I put the leash on and then I went to do, like, a quick little thing. He had the leash in his mouth and I went to grab it out of his mouth. And he, like, growled and bit my hand but it didn't hurt Mm -hmm. so I went no and I like pinned him down but he just like was like okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and then he was okay with that and another toy same thing yeah so so just a work in progress yeah but once you show him he stops Mm -hmm. it's not like he keeps growling or trying to bite you it's like no like I'm taking this toy and then you give it back. And then when you go back to reach for it, he doesn't do anything. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, and Ralph had a bit of resource guarding with his food. Oh, yes. Yeah. But I saw that that went better too, eh? That went better too. He had a little bit again, um, but nothing major. So working through that, I don't know, like when you introduce a new dog, Is there always going to be like a little bit of like trying to find your ranking? Oh, absolutely. Amongst like both of them, right? So there might be like, even though it's not like aggressive, aggressive, Mm -hmm. they might just be trying to be like, you know, I'm the alpha. No, I'm the alpha or yeah, I don't know. Once they figure it out, it kind of stops.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe it depends on certain things or or whatever, too. Because same thing, like, Gibbon guarded his food when we first... Like, they'll always guard their food,
0: I find. Mm -hmm. Like,
1: food is a very sensitive thing. But Ralph never
0: guards his food. Like, with Mochi around, he doesn't do it. Oh, okay. With us, like, we can bug him. We can bug the hell out of him while he's eating. Yeah. Mochi can do whatever she wants. He doesn't care. Yeah. So this was, like, the very first, like, sign of, like yes i want to say like aggression from ralph and i was really taken aback i was like oh yeah and i find like
1: like gibbon wouldn't do it with us and but he'll always do it when there's a new dog in the house and he probably wouldn't do it with lou now either but like again like the way that we feed them they just both go to each other's bowls and if anything like if they try to go to the other one's bowls we correct it like yeah like that happens sometimes, like, you know, like if one of them is, isn't feeling well and decides not to eat that morning, the other dog, of course, is going to be like, oh, well, if you're not going to eat it, I'm going to. And we're like, hey, <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> and that's more of like, yeah, obviously, we have to put it away, but like they they've ne- they never growl at it. It's, it's more like we do. So maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> it's because we're the alphas and that's the only resource guarding that that we do but um it, and it's weird because like even with now ours was like a, a little bit of a different situation um because when we adopted Lou uh and she came in like uh, for anyone who doesn't didn't hear that episode back in February we adopted um Gibbon's cousin so another wymeraner um into the house so they got along like right out the get-go and Lou is a very submissive dog so she just like submits like no matter what um and but she, she didn't have to at first like I think it's almost like they knew they were family I don't know they were just like it like day one they were cuddling next to each other on the couch
0: mm-hmm. so I don't know
1: whether that's because they recognize that they're family or not because watching other people like I've w- over the last week like I've seen two people introduce like a new dog to their home you and like another another friend of mine and it just depends on the dogs and their personalities and sort of like the age and and that sort of thing but um even now if Gibbon picks up up a toy lou will literally like charge right down and and just rip it right out of his mouth and he's like "Eh, yeah (laughs) whatever it's like sure take it whatever i don't care but if it was like it'd be interesting to see if it was a bone or a treat like i think food always heightens it a bit because it is a more valued
0: sort of thing see millhouse never guarded his food like ralph will go sniff his bowl
1: Mm -hmm. he doesn't care but if you brought one bone toy and gave it to to one of them guaranteed because like even becky and scraps used to trick each other into <laughs> I remember the story where yes Sc- scraps went and barked at the front window and becky went running and then he ran around the other way to steal the bone was like, <laughs> 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 like- <laughs> and then Sucker. like even if she- if she came- walked into the room he would start to growl And that was before I had any dog knowledge. Like, and again, it just, it depends if it's like playful and you know it's not going to escalate. Like, again, if I wouldn't leave one bone in the household with two dogs, like out in the open with nobody present, like throughout the day, Mm -hmm. right? Like I would take that away or they would both be crated depending on the dog. But when you're there and you're monitoring it and like you're okay with things or whatever, it's fine. Or you can make the conscious decision if you don't like that to just remove the 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 high valued whatever it is whether it be a toy or whatever or you can work with them to train that like yes you, i can take this away from you and you're going to get it back so no need to resource guard yeah punk punk, punk.
0: you little punk
1: little punk millhouse
0: little punk, <laughs> little punk, punk gibbons but um so those are the two things that we're really working on so resource guarding and separation anxiety and we even see it like Sometimes we'll like send him outside. So my boyfriend does this, like he'll send Ralph outside. We have kind of like two front doors mm-hmm. and then he'll walk over to the other door and walk around the house
1: mm-hmm. and Ralph
0: doesn't bark, but House is like, <laughs> why are you leaving me alone? <laughs> but I think he's a little bit better now. So we're getting yeah. there. Yep. Yeah slowly
1: getting there. That's all you can do is keep working at it. So, while we're talking about bonpins, this might be an opportunity to just, like, review some of the things to take into account or to consider, and lots of stuff when getting a new bonpins into your house. So... Mm -hmm. If you have another dog al- already, um, just like Vero described, you can expect to go through a process where the dogs have to meet. If breeders, I wonder if breeders do that. Maybe it depends on the breeder. Oh. Because if it's like a true wee That's little baby pompe, I don't think they do as much. But anyway, so then the onus is on you to consider how are you going to... Like I sent Vero when I knew she was getting the pompe. I sent her... <laughs> A little TikTok video that I found on Instagram of these people who literally just adopted like a new puppy. It was a golden and like they were in- introducing it to their adult golden and the adult golden was like would not even look at the puppy. <laughs> Do you remember that one? <laughs> yeah, like they're, yeah. they're in the car and they have this like little puppy in a blanket and the dog is like literally like turning away and I think his name was Copper and she's going Copper, Copper please yeah. come on and he like literally like won't even look at either one of the owners or the puppy like he was just sitting there so straight face like looking ahead and would not even give them like the time <laughs> of day so yeah <laughs> That's which is
0: too a- funny i know
1: that one made me laugh because like especially with goldens like i've seen videos where like they're so excited for the puppy to come home and they're like sniffing yeah. and they're like jumping and the tail's wagging and this guy was just
0: like absolutely nope. not <laughs> having none of it so none of it
1: take that into account um again like when if so, if you do have a dog, like whether you're getting it from a breeder, or you're get if you're going through an organization, they are going to have your dogs meet to begin with. Like nine, I want to say ninety-nine point nine percent of rescue organizations are going to have you go through that process. So prepare for that. Um, then, if you don't have a new dog at home, so again, like you can you can tune into one of our original episodes, but I'll just go over things like really quickly to give you an idea of it. Is you need to. Number one, puppy-proof your home and start getting ready with all the things that you're going to need. So get the leash, get the crate, watch the videos. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of like dog organizations on YouTube, like Solid Canine, like is some of the ones that we recommended. Solid Canine training with Jeff Gelman, um, and the other one was uh, Stony Dennis. He does great like videos on how to work with a puppy. And some of the exercises that you can do. And so tune into those videos and watch. And uh, I never paid for or get ready to join a puppy class of some kind. So even with um, dogget training, um, there's a lot of um, companies doing online work and online sessions and stuff like that. So um, research a couple of them and see which one you think you like the best. And and maybe like sign in to some of the online sessions. But I am like a huge advocate for any one of those organizations. But also watch, there's like so much like content on YouTube and clips of like exactly how to do things and what to try. And there's Q&A sessions that, that all these people do so that you could tune in and ask a couple of questions if you're having a hard time with something. So do your research before getting your ball bang. Um, the next thing you want to look at again is like the equipment and stuff like that so that you have it all ready to go for training your ball bang. <laughs> mm-hmm. you need to make the decisions with the people in your house about what are going to be some of the boundaries with a ball bang <laughs> is probably gonna yeah is probably gonna be able to uh, allow to sleep with you in bed is he not do you want dogs on the furniture do you not do you want dogs in the dining room while you're eating dinner or not and you need to m- make a list of what your goals are because puppies don't come pre-trained for you you either gotta pay for it or you gotta do it yourself.
0: <laughs> DIY. Yeah.
1: DIY pulpe training. So take all those things into consideration. Um and um again if you do um have another dog that you're introducing your palpe to. Sorry I say palpe is so weird by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. Pulpe. <laughs> Popeye. but Popeye. um uh have them meet in an open space Be Give give your dog that you already have the time to adjust to the new puppy. Give them time. Sometimes it takes more time. Yes. Like, I was lucky. They were family members. They seemed to know it. They were cuddling on day one. Sometimes that takes months for other dogs. And sometimes they won't cuddle at all. But they just learn to coexist in whatever way they determine. Because mm-hmm. they are pack animals at the end of the day. And there is a certain amount of sorting it out. It's just you need if you're having more of a difficult time like there's consistent fighting snarling growling they're hurting each other you might have to reconsider the new the new member of the family so take those mm-hmm. things into consideration too. think about the food that you're going to get and how you're going to store it. There's like so many different things to do. And um, one of the big things that, and I don't know if you even remember this, Vero. I was going to suggest it to you too, is um, if you go to any of the big pet food companies, such as PetSmart, um, here in Canada, we have Pet Value. Any of the big, huge companies, if you go in and tell them that you're getting a bull bang, they have a little puppy package that they give you with like coupons for toys and coupons for all the things that you're going to need. Like if you buy two toys, you get a third one free. And if you get a leash, you get a second one for this amount and like a free dog bath and like all these different things. So take advantage of those deals because it can add up buying all the uh, things that you need for a bull bang. And I would highly recommend, although depending on your situation may not be necessary, but I would highly recommend um, taking some time off work to just do some of that groundwork because it is time consuming in the beginning um, to work on these different things. Make a list of the exercises you want to work on that are going to help integrate this puppy into your new lifestyle with you and your fam. Um, Some of the ones that are most common and then that I would highly recommend doing is you want to work on your sit stay right out the get-go you want your dog you want to be able to hold them like in a place um, the next one that I that I work on to is the place command so that is like basically any dog bed towel anything that you point to and say place that the dog knows that they go and lay there and wait until you give them the release command Um that's a huge one. A hu- it's just so invaluable because it helps with all the other behaviors that might arise in your dog, such as jumping on people, uh, the Amazon delivery guy, the mm-hmm. you don't want your dog charging the door, like running outside the door and stuff like that. So having them be able to sit stay or go to place where they're to lay down until your next command is extremely helpful with managing all of those types of other behaviors. Um, So those are some of the ones that I work on at the beginning and another um, top one that I think is valuable to work on too is the leave it command. So if your dog has anything in their mouth, like a toy or something that you don't want them eating, like your sock or a dishcloth or a toy that might belong to a child in your house, you want them to understand leave it or drop it or whatever the word you're going to use. But you want them to release whatever is in their mouth. And that's, again, valuable to their own safety. Because if they're even if you take them outside and all these things that I tell you to work on where you start with indoors and then you move it to outdoors where there's more distraction because you want them to be able to have the ability to no matter what distraction is happening, that they're listening to you and working on these things and and doing it with them and all these videos that you can go and watch is essentially you want your word to have value to the dog. They, they need to know, oh, okay, I got to listen to her. She means business. She the boss. She the alpha. She the boss. She the alpha. <laughs> so uh, take all those things into account. Also, one of our uh, original episodes near the beginning talked about, like, leashes and the different kinds and the different dogs and what works and what doesn't. Um Leash work is like another big, huge thing of, of training your dog. You don't want your dog pulling your arm out of your socket. You want to be able to, yes, you want to be able to go for an enjoyable walk. So once you work on some of the basics when they're young and you start getting to the point, like a puppy is obviously easier to handle on a walk, but if you watch some of the leash training things in the beginning, you can start into it a little bit when you're going on some of your walks with your ball in the beginning, like thresholds And and stuff like that that's just going to make it a lot easier for you
0: yes what were you gonna it's say a lot her? more difficult when you have two poppies
1: yes exactly yes
0: walking um, two puppies.
1: yeah so uh, that was another thing like i remember when i got gibbon i'd have to put becky in another room while i did training with them because it is like having another dog even present even in the other room is a huge distraction to them so you want to yeah. create the other dog and or um just figure out a way to get your training session when you have two dogs because yeah having another dog walking around or trying to listen to you at the same time or trying to go for the treats in your hand is definitely going to make your puppy training a lot more difficult so um keep that in mind too and what else can I say about puppy training just it it, it's it's hard because they're so small and they're so cute and all you want to do is smother them with cuddles and love but it's important yes. to establish those like like little puppy chewing and biting and rawr and rawr, like the little growls and stuff sound all so cute and everything um, in the beginning. But you have to think about if you make it OK while they're young and while they're growing, mm-hmm. then they think it's OK and it's not going to be as cute or funny when they're a ginormous Malamute biting your hand when you go to grab something for them because it doesn't hurt so much when they're a puppy, but let me tell you, it is going to hurt when they, when they are full, yes. full grown size.
0: Although I'm surprised because of the razor sharp teeth. Yes. The puppy teeth <laughs> are razor, pretty razor sharp. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But yeah, all of those things. And, um, the way to work this, and I, I make this... I like to recommend this for puppies right in the beginning too. And again, you can listen to one of those first episodes that we did about training your ball But, um, the best way to do it with them is to keep them hungry and use their own kibble. People like go out and buy a bunch of dog treats and then they're feeding their dog treats as they're training and stuff like that. And that's going to, depending on what the treat is, it isn't necessarily healthy for them. And, um, it might make your dog fit, <laughs> You don't want to overfeed your dog with yeah. treats, 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 treats nonstop. So again, I said this in one of those first episodes, but I'll say it again, is you take the amount of food they're supposed to have in a day. So let's like a, no, no puppy I can tell you is eating two cups a day, but let's say it was two cups a day. You take one cup. And use that to feed them at the meal times that you decide upon, and then the that second cup that they're supposed to have, that's what you're going to use to train them with. So first of all, like because you're underfeeding them, it makes the their food, their own food, um, valuable to them, and it makes the training mm-hmm. a bit easier because they're hungry, and you're making them work for it, and you have their full attention because they're hungry, and they got to work for it.
0: <laughs> so it's difficult. I found that that was the most difficult thing with Ralph because we were feeding him raw. Yep. So that was hard. So we found like one ingredient treats that were dehydrated and I was making like dehydrated chicken at my end, like in my own machine dehydrator. Yep. And we're doing that. Millhouse is on the kibble for his last day today, starting raw food tomorrow morning.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we'll be doing that with them as well, where we just give like a little bit less raw food, knowing that we're going to give him some t- treats throughout the day. Yeah. But he doesn't have, um just to like compare him to Ralph a little bit, he doesn't have that puppy energy that Ralph had. Yeah. Yeah, he he just chills. Like he'll just lie down in the house, whereas Ralph like... Was I like, was like, let's worried. play.
1: Here's my ball. Look at the couch. Look at the coffee
0: table. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. I was like, I need to go to the washroom, but I don't know if I could like leave him alone for two minutes. Oh my God. Whereas like Millhouse is just lying down. Yeah. He's good. Like he's just like, whatever. Life that's good.
1: That's so good. And it's a good sign for when. Yeah. When he grows older too. Like that's nice to have that temperament of like super chill.
0: Yeah. Um, just a little story about Ralph and Mila House. So between our kitchen and our dining room slash living room, we have a baby gate. Eventually, we won't have one anymore, but we kind of just kept it there. My boyfriend's doing work outside and there's like screws and nails in the entrance. And that just kind of like separates them from, from some potential hazards right now. But Ralph never tried to jump that gate. It goes up to his chest. He could easily jump over it, but he never has. And he's almost two years old now. Within 10 minutes, Millhouse had jumped over the gate. <laughs> We're like, okay, okay, no. I see. <laughs> I, I kind of had I a feeling. I was like, don't show Ralph. Don't show Ralph how to jump <laughs> the gate. <laughs> has Ralph jumped the gate yet? no okay even when he has his elevated bed yeah right next to the gate and he could step over the gate yeah he doesn't
1: (laughs) Uh, that's funny that's funny yeah i
0: knew i kind of i kind of
1: wondered if that was going to happen
0: yeah yeah it did it did millhouse (laughs) millhouse just like jumps right over it (laughs) we're like okay we put it a little bit higher now but he like just hangs out with like his legs over the gate just hanging and we're like nope <laughs> and we push him back but he keeps doing it I'm like eventually he'll get it but oh. he just like sits there with his paws like his long legs over the gate. Oh my god. Oh yeah. my god. So
1: cute. So cute. So, so congrats cute. to Vero on her Thanks. mail house Yay. and and just remember to think it through before you get your ball bay. Get all the toys yes. and stuff ready. Think about your boundaries and think about how you're going to train them and what you want them to do, folks. Yes. That's... I think about,
0: like, it's going to affect your sleep. Yep. It's <laughs> like having a baby. It's like having a baby. Yep. It's like having a wee mm-hmm. baby. But, yes. um, you yeah. I think that's a wrap. I do think that's a wrap. So to our followers, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Let's Boop Snoots. And you can listen to our show on Spotify and iTunes weekly. But before we let you go, make sure to check out Holy Raw Nutrition, a raw food service located in Chelsea, Quebec. We would like to thank Holy Raw Nutrition for supporting Let's Boop's Dutes. Their products are sourced from ethical local farms and butchers to ensure freshness, quality and peace of mind. They have raw blends that come into one to two pound containers ranging from chicken, beef, duck, turkey and many more. Holy Raw also provides dehydrated treats and all natural supplements to help support your pets' overall well being. I personally order all my food for Ralph and now Millhouse from Holy Raw, and I only have great things to say about them, their food, and their staff. We are so thankful to have them as a sponsor. You can find them on their website at holyrawnutrition.com. Holy Raw as in H O L I R A W nutrition.com. Thank you, Holy Raw.
1: And also a big, big thank you to Stray Dog Brewing Company for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. They are located at 501 Le Way, Unit 4 in Orleans, Ontario. Stray Dog Brewing Company is open seven days a week, Mondays through Fridays from 12 to 7 p.m. with extended hours on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays until 9. Weekend hours are 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturdays and 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Sundays. They are pet-friendly breweries, so bring your snoots! They also host great events throughout the week and offer brewery tours. Make sure to try some of their in-house beers, including Oatmeal Stout, Tropical Knockout, One Hop Wonder, and many, many more. You can find them on their Instagram at Stray Dog Brewing Co. And their website,
0: www.straydogbrewing.ca. Thank you, Stray Dog Brewing Company. And also to our local listeners, Let's Boo Snoots is going to be at the Ottawa Pet Expo this year. So October 1st and 2nd. We are holding a fundraiser for Sit With Me Ottawa Dog Rescue Shelter, so please come see us. Bring your snoots. Bring your and snoots. If you can't, yes, bring your snoots. We want to boop their snoots. <laughs> but if you can't make it and you still want to make a donation, you can find a post on our Instagram at Let's Boop Snoots. And you could send us a donation through our GoFundMe. So the funds that we raise through the GoFundMe go towards the purchase of toys and those toys then create more donations for the Sit With Me rescue dog organization. So yeah, we hope to see you there. Hope to
1: see you there and hope to see you next week on Let's Boop Snoots. Boop. Boop.